Yo, yo. And welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. And this week, we are talking about the much-anticipated sequel to the 2013 classic Pacific Rim, not directed by Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Oh, I almost made it through the whole thing without a without a fudge up there. <laughs> Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Spyro del, del Toro. Del Taco. Del Taco. Guillermo del Taco. There you go. Um, but yes, we're talking the sequel to Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, The Uprising, which uh, Uprising. love the title, makes a lot of sense. Um, but we're going to get to that, and let's start off with little bro down, as always. Diggs, I'm going to let you start off this week. I started off last week, so boom, coming at you. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sounds good. Uh, I think this trailer came out before our last episode, but uh, we didn't talk about it. Uh, the Avengers Infinity War released a new trailer recently, oh, okay. and uh, it is just, it blew my mind. It seriously did. Like, it's seeing all these characters come together, um, seeing how the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to kind of mesh in there. Uh, also, we, we just watched Doctor Strange this last week, and kind of, you know, refreshing on that, and seeing him in the trailer, and just like... I don't know. I am just so excited for this movie. It's gone beyond, like, excitement for a normal Marvel movie. It's gotten, like, a little bit higher than it usually is for me. Like, I am very excited for this movie now. Just because, I mean, solely because of that trailer. I just loved it. What was the what difference in this new trailer? What happens in this new one? I'm, I'm like, struggling to remember. Um, Basically, it's just, like, laying down, like, all the pieces to this thing. Throw out like a quote um, it, or something, something that happens specifically. Bring me back. Uh, it's the, at the end of it, as Spider Man, and he's like, uh, "Hi, I'm." You know, oh Peter yeah, Parker yeah. Or oh, we're like going with our Doctor fake names Strange. now. Or going with the fake names. Yeah, I'm Spider Man. Yeah. Um, no, I, and it shows Spider Man <clears throat> doing something sick, and like, uh, yeah, I'm just so so excited. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. My, uh, I am really hyped about that one. I hope that it doesn't disappoint, and I don't think it will. It's it's shaping it up either, to be no. a pretty sweet movie. And isn't it? Uh, is it the Russo brothers, the same guys that did Captain America: Civil War, and uh, yeah, also I think so. uh, the Winter Soldier? Yeah. So and they no, it's done, Guillermo del Tormo. It was Guillermo <laughs> del Taco. But I, I'm excited. Uh, I think that that will be one of the best movies. And I've actually, I mean, we're not that far away from it. So I've been thinking about trying to go through all the Marvel movies uh, before it comes out, but it's ambitious. That's a lot of movies to watch. And it is a I lot of I don't know if I feel like yeah. watching. I mean, I could, you know, I could sit down and watch a couple of the Iron Mans or many of the other ones, but I mean, now, well, it's now a let big me ask, ask you a question. Sit down and watch Ant-Man. Let me ask you a question. If you, if you're going to go through all the Marvel movies, this got brought up uh, to me in this past, like in the past couple weeks, uh, a good friend of mine, Garrett, is going through all the Marvel movies, and he found something online saying the correct order to watch these movies in. So you start with, I don't know, I think he started with Captain America, and then like he's going through all this stuff. And oh, so he would go like, like rather than release date, you do chronologically since Captain America took place during World War II. Yeah, and there's like something online that says that, and I, I almost have a problem with that. I kind of disagree with it. Because my, my defense to it, or like the way I think about it is how they were released. That's how we all saw it. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense to 
watch him in any other way. Also, like Captain America, you're getting in, introduced to uh, uh, Howard Stark and stuff. And you know nothing about Stark already. It's kind of like I think that if you, you watch if you watch Captain if you watch Iron Man, then Thor, then Captain America, then Iron Man two. Uh, Captain America really plays into the stuff that happens in Iron Man too. So, I mean, you know, watch them however you want, but I feel like that, I feel like release date is probably the best way to go about it. So I think so too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Too big a, I mean, sure. People make too big of a deal of it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I agree. No, but I mean, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm really looking forward to that movie. I think it's going to be freaking awesome. And like the, I think that bringing the guardians of the galaxy in, with all the other characters, like the the dynamic of having Chris Pratt sitting there with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans, like it's going to be, I don't know, to see how those guys play off of each other. I'm really excited because I heard Chris Pine's going to be in it too. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> going to get gonna get all the Chris's in there. <laughs> Your stars: Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it's like whoa. Uh. One of those is what those guys are doing for Christmas. Uh, I don't, you know. Oh, okay, nice, nice. That was a good pun. Uh, I was trying to think of another Chris, but I, I'm just nothing. Chris body the other day though. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm excited for Avengers though. Should be should be amazing. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool me too it's like well and so it's something that i was i was looking at uh just some avengers stuff the other day and i was trying to think about what that movie's actually gonna be like and i think that there's gonna be like a squad that is in new york that is gonna be some of the the big hitters like the hulk and then iron man and doctor strange maybe and then i think the hulk is in uh is gonna be with captain america because that's how it is in the trailer he's like running with them I oh, think. he is. Yeah, in that side of the battle. When they, because it looks like they're in uh, what? What's the Somewhere. area? What's like the area Wakanda. called? Wakanda. That's it. Um, Wakanda. Wakanda. But it looks like they're there. So, but I was thinking that there's going to be like a group here, and then there's the group in Wakanda, which is like Captain uh-huh. America and the Winter Soldier. So happy to see him oh, back. Oh, so great to see Bucky. Oh, oh yeah, Black Widow. Yay! Can oh. he get a solo movie already? Oh, <laughs> this is killing me. I can already feel myself hitting skip on those scenes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because Black Panther's going to be in there, and so that immediately makes it better. And I like Captain America. He's it's great, but it's just. Everybody else is so much more important to me. I'm also looking forward to then also it, it looks like they're gonna have like a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor doing something in space. But I have no idea what this movie's gonna be about. And I'm mostly just excited to yep. see what Spider Man does because Spider Man's my favorite superhero. And I think that they had a good thing <laughs> in Spider Man Two <laughs> Homecoming. Great. Um and, but I mean it's not like Spider Man Two Homecoming was a complete uh home run for me, but I still think that they did a good job with the character and then I'm highly anticipating what he does and i hope in that first scene it looks like peter parker with the spidey sense reacts first to whatever uh thanos is doing and i hope that we see like spider-man try to take him i on hope it starts himself. out i hope it starts out like him on the bus mm-hmm. and then we you just, see the, the he's he's so late to the party that it's like give him his moment in this movie give him a uh-huh. huge moment where he like demonstrates how powerful of a superhero he is nerd but i mean like i am so excited to seriously see what give he's... him his moment <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you're like and we... now i'm talking to you russo brothers <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just like, realize oh, how nerdy you sound when you talk about Spider Man. You on the mic, you on the mic at Comic Con. You finally get your thing on in line. You know, asking questions. Somebody and comes and starts holding me back. I'm like shouting into the microphone. I'm like, jeez, dude, give Peter his time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It, it should be. It should be. It's shaping up to be a good one, and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but yeah. Also, I mean, along the same Marvel lines, Deadpool. The new trailer for that looked incredible as well. I, I, it was between that and uh, and me talking about Avengers. I was initially going to talk about Deadpool, but then I thought that we hadn't talked about Avengers. But yeah, dude, the new Deadpool trailer was incredible as well. It looks so good. Like, oh man, I yeah. love Ryan Reynolds and what he's done with that because the first one was just hysterical. Well, and did you see that it's um? Uh, what's the Keanu Reeves uh, new movies that have been coming out that everybody loves? Uh, John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, um, it's the director of John Wick that oh, is directing man. the new Deadpool. Yeah, so it's. I mean, I think the action is going to be pretty sick, and I mean, I think that the comedy. I think Ryan Reynolds will keep us going with the comedy regardless. Yeah, he'll handle so, that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't, that movie looks really great to me. I'm super excited about Deadpool. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a sweet. That comes out in May, doesn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. we have that, Avengers, and Han Solo, or Solo, a Star Wars story. All three of those movies in one month. So, Which one are you looking forward to the least? <laughs> Solo. <laughs> yeah, strangely enough. You would think that that would be totally opposite, but I just, I have faith in the other two movies. Like, I really believe that those are going to be good. Solo, I am not, I'm, I just am counting on it being fine. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it'll be bad. Maybe it will be. But I don't think it'll well, be great. Well, hopefully it'll land, though. Ah, uh, very, very nice. You only get a movie this good uh, every other millennium. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Is that a falcon outside? <laughs> I, I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Funny story, though. I actually uh, went to the Pacific Rim today, and I had to smuggle some candy in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, but the taffy hurt my tooth. It was a little chewy. <laughs> What'd you have to drink before it? Oh, I just had a boba. <laughs> boba? Boba boba tea? Have you you've never had those? It's I know, like the I know. Tea I'm with not... like all the little it's a thing they do out here in LA. It's you wouldn't know about it. I wish you would have teed me up for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, well that's a lot of good superhero movies coming out. We're uh, looking forward to some Nerd. fun ones. So, um, man, I had a lot of stuff that I kind of would talk about. Neither of those were in my list of things I was going to talk about. So, Great. funny enough, did you see the new Karate Kid trailer? Uh, yeah, the the Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah that looks great. I'm kind of excited for that because I think I'm, it's one of those things where it's not really taking itself that seriously. So yep. it could be could be very fun, could be very interesting, and, and it's, it's good excuse YouTube for me to go back Red, and watch. So. Yeah, just coming out on YouTube Red, just super low budget, super stupid, but we're all we're all ex- excited for it. Ralph Macchio, man, yeah, that I guy know. hasn't been in anything. He's been in like an episode of Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Going to the Playboy Mansion. Drama. I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give this up. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't allowed. Well, I'm not gonna recommend Entourage. Yeah. It's past its point. Don't watch Entourage. You don't don't worry about it. If you haven't seen it, then you didn't really miss out on too much. But it was fun fun for us. So fun ride. Um yeah, that was interesting. Um, but oh shoot, there was something else I was thinking about bringing up, but now I can't remember what it was. 
Hot chocolate. <laughs> no. Um, uh, let's just waste some more listeners' time. Come on. What are you thinking? I'm of sorry. Dave? I'm sorry. I was thinking the Santa Claus quote, <laughs> and then I couldn't get it out, though. Uh, but I was sitting there in the theater today watching the trailers for Pacific, Pacific Rim 2, and there were two trailers that stuck out to me and are both starring the same person. Can you guess who that person is? There are two movies that are going to be pretty big budget blockbusters that don't look very good, but they star one big action star that has had a run of success. Former wrestling, maybe WWE guy. Oh, the John Cena guy? Not John Cena, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So Rampage and then the other, the other like whatever that is. Yeah. Skyscraper. Gosh. It's like, I'm just curious. So we're just giving him the go ahead. Like he's got the green light on anything that he wants. I mean, not anything he wants. It's not like we're putting him in like strong, confident roles that are going to be good movies. But it's like, if you want to have a bunch of big animals running around New York City and Rampage, go ahead. Put put The Rock in there. You want to have a skyscraper heist movie that kind of looks like Die Hard except for a new take on it and with a guy with one leg? Go ahead. Put Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. He'll knock it out. I the, have we just decided though that everybody likes him or something? Are we, yeah, are we all just okay with him? Is everybody on board with the Rock? I mean, I, I'm not I actually. Sure. I like the Rock. I think that he's funny in movies. I just don't want to see him in that much. I think that I don't want to see him in everything. I think it's fun to see him every once in a while. Like, hey, it's the Rock, mm-hmm. and if he does a good job, it's like surprising, and you're like, nice. But you know. Like carrying, a, it's like San Andreas too. I mean, I didn't even see it, but it's just little. I mean, that's since San Andreas, he hasn't really done any, you know, huge blockbusters kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting two in the same year, and it's just like, so what's going on? Yeah, well, and I mean, also, you know, if you because in Jumanji he was really good and really funny, and I enjoyed that movie a lot. But he's also part of a you know he's part of a a big a big cast i mean there's multiple great actors in jumanji and they play off of each other very well i don't think that the rock can really pull off a movie by himself like i don't he think he doesn't that, hold yeah he doesn't hold hold it together he can't carry a full film yeah it's like look himself. at ramp i mean rampage for instance you have him and then you have uh will smith's sister from bad boys 2 and then you have the guy that plays the bad guy in The Walking Dead. I don't know any of their names, but they're all kind of just B actors. And it's like, okay. I mean, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't give these actors a chance. Like, I think that they can pull off a good movie, but I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see they? it happening for those. Can they, though? I mean, I think that all of yeah, them have I had just... their opportunity, and we've kind of been like, okay, you're either in side roles or you're on TV, and that's fine. Yeah, I'll that's see great... you in NCIS. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, there's... Well, I mean, like, and that's a fine career. Like, that's great. That that The it bigger is, dude yeah. that's the bad guy in Rampage, it looks like, he plays that whoever in Walking Dead. I haven't actually seen it, but I know that people like him as that bad guy in Walking Dead. You know who I'm talking about? Is it like the, the kind of like Dave Matthews looking kind of guy? Yeah. No, yeah, dude. He looks a lot like Dave Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. He really crashed onto the scene. <laughs> hey, you got your bow, you got your chain. Oh, boy. You get Great. me going down that road. Gray Street. So talented. Walking down Gray Street, that road. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Dave Matthews marching, is so talented. Ants marching down that road. Bam, 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 
She wakes up in take the morning. Take it easy, morning. y'all. Sorry, I need to take it easier. <laughs> yeah, we had Dude, to Dude, my favorite reference to Ant's marching ever, there's an episode of The Office where Andy is ri- er, skating by himself in a roller skating rink, and the guy says, you're the only one here in here. What do you want to play? And he goes, just play some D- Dave Matthews, deep tracks only. <laughs> and the guy plays Ant's marching, and he goes, I said deep tracks only. And then immediately kind of like starts snapping his fingers and just dancing to the music. <laughs> Such a beautiful scene. I love that. Um, anyway, if you ever get the chance to go see Dave Matthews, he's fantastic live. Uh, but anyways, about the guy that kind of looks like Dave Matthews. Anyways, about the guy that kind of <laughs> looks like Dave Matthews. <laughs> we don't know his name. <laughs> Not related to Chris Matthews, who's also a very good analyst. No, um, yeah, uh, Dave Matthews is. I just keep going. Gosh, I wish I knew that. We should find that guy's name out because I could probably look it up really quick. Anyways, Rampage doesn't look that good. We'll probably nope. have to review it because it's probably the big thing yeah, coming out that have week. To. Um, Even though this is getting tough now, now that we've done this two weeks in a row, I'm like, oh boy, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> I know, I know, because it's no, like, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. But, we'll get the um, paperwork. Yeah, let's let's just uh, I don't know. Maybe we need to pump the brakes on on the the rock here. Let's. I think so too. Give this thing another another thought. Let's give uh, let's give paper or scissors a try. <laughs> That's a good bit. That's good. That is a pretty good bit. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, shall, shall we dig in to uh, Pacific Rim? Okay. So digging in to Pacific Rim Uprising. I'm just going to do a quick discussion of the original Pacific Rim. Um, I understand that you have not seen it. No. uh, (laughs) No, I didn't see it. (laughs) And before going and seeing the second one, I figured, why even bother? I don't (laughs) think it's going to matter. And hey, guess what? (laughs) Didn't matter. So go ahead. Actually, I kind of figured that you might have been lost in quite a few parts, like, I definitely was, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so so confusing. I'll talk about it. You yeah. Go ahead. But okay, so like the original Pacific Rim is this big idea from Guillermo del Toro to pretty much just make a movie where big robots smash against big monster aliens. And it's totally a B movie idea. And Guillermo del Toro made it into a really, really beautiful movie. Like the cinematography, like and the special effects are awesome in that film. Um, the storyline's fine. Uh, the writing is whatever. The acting is subpar. But overall, I went to Pacific Rim, and it was everything that I could have wanted it to be. Just because it was. It didn't. It didn't have any higher ambitions than just being a fun movie about robots killing aliens, and that's all it was. And it's super enjoyable. Um, and so I really, really did like the first Pacific Rim. I saw it twice in theaters, and uh, I've watched it maybe once or twice since then. But it's super good, super good movie experience. Um, on the other hand, though, I definitely don't think it was a movie that necessarily needed a sequel and definitely if you're going to make a sequel to it maybe not this one <laughs> but like <laughs> I, I don't i don't know it was kind of like i think charlie hunnam was a big draw in the last one and even though there's parts of his character that i didn't particularly charlie like. hunnam charlie day he, no charlie hunnam he was the lead charlie hunnam? in pacific rim he's jacks from uh, sons of anarchy got it 
Yeah. Uh, he was the lead in Pacific Rim, and they make almost no reference to his character in this one. He just is gone for no reason, which I know that the directors said that they wanted to leave him out of it because they might bring him back for the third one or something like that. And it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, oh but they, they mentioned him by name once. I caught it. Um, but either way, it was... Uh, yeah, this this is an interesting movie because, you know, if Guillermo doesn't come back and do it, then it turns into one of those things where, okay, we just wanted to make a movie off of this first one. And I think that this movie is so heavily reliant upon the audience having loved the first movie that it totally just shoots itself in the foot because I don't think that any, I mean, I am probably one of Pacific Rim's biggest fans. Like I really liked that movie (laughs) and I enjoyed it so much, but even I was like, yeah, I remember that stuff from the first one. It's not like I cared that much. It's not like every time I see a Jaeger, I'm like, oh, great. This is amazing. Or, oh, they're referencing uh, Idris Elba's character. This is this is great. And it's just it's one of those things where I think that I, I don't think that anybody cares enough about the first one for them to to reference it so much like this is almost an homage to the first one. You know what I mean? It just it treated sure, that yeah. first yeah. it treated that first movie like it was so much bigger than it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really save the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let me get your take on it because I want to. I want to hear as a as a guy that didn't even watch the first one going to this movie. Ugh. I can't even imagine what was going through your head in the first hour because, oh, trust gosh. me, the first one is like five times better than this movie. <laughs> like it's not even close to as good as the first. So go ahead. So uh, I think the best part of this movie, um, the best thing about this movie is that it convinced me to get ice cream after the movie um, because I, he was eating ice cream at some point in the movie and I went, hmm, maybe I should get some ice cream after the movie and the ice cream was really good. That's the best part about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, I remember that. That ice cream did look good. Who did? Who's eating it? It was John Boyega. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah the, the He's scene. Eating that. Um, uh, uh, honey, what... Uh, What's the what's the server's name again? Oh, I think it's Sarah. Hey Sarah, can we get a little bit more cheese over here? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> it uh it was just awful. It was just <laughs> it was <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It was so not good. And I was expecting to say, like midway through the movie when the action kind of started, I was kind of expecting to say, well, the dialogue and all those parts were just not good at all. But at least the action was good. But then you get further into the movie and realize that the action's really not that good. Um, and, I mean, I was, I was just completely not into it. Just because of the acting choices. I didn't think John Boyega really did that great of a job. I didn't understand the tone of the entire film. Um, I hated the little girl. I hated, <laughs> I hated Burn Gorman, the Dr. Herman that guy, I cannot stand that guy. I'm yeah, sorry. no, I I agree. I'm so really bad. not a fan of him. Um, but as far as story goes, like, yeah, I was super confused, especially like when he said that that girl was his sister and stuff. Um, I was so confused, man. I was like, what? That's his sister, and what is going on? And you know, I can get on board with the kaiju, kaiju <laughs> or whatever, 
and the Jaegers and stuff. Like, I get it, and I think I get the principle of the original one, and I can see how maybe the idea could make a good movie, but this one just seemed like it really, <laughs> it just really blew it, dude. Like, like, the comedy in it was so strange and out of place. I thought Charlie Day had a couple zingers, a couple. I think that there was a couple times where I kind of laughed a little bit. You know, but, uh, and that's, I mean, we can get into him in a minute, but I, he, he did. He did a fine job. I yeah, was, he did a fine I was, job. I was expecting to hate him more than anybody else, but he was, he was pretty and freaking. And I, I, I think I actually liked him more than anybody Probably else. more than just about anybody else. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, in the original Pacific Rim, though, the, the point, like the idea of the movie is that in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there's a portal that opens up, and these weird alien things that are called uh, precursors. Kaiju. The precursors oh, yeah. is the alien race, and they have these like biological weapons, pretty much, that they've developed that are the kaiju that they send through the portal, and then they pretty much attack like all these large urban centers throughout the Pacific. So, kind of the same thing that we saw in this, like Tokyo and Sydney, and. Uh, you know, the Western United States and stuff like that. And so it's pretty like you're on board with that premise, right? Like it's actually a pretty, it's a pretty sweet premise. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so this one, it just, I'm not even, we're not even going to do a spoiler thing because trust me, you don't care. Um, I'm just going to talk about what happened in the movie. (laughs) Just, it's not important. You're don't worry about it, but Okay, if you if you want to watch this movie, stop now because we're just going to talk about stuff. But in this one, it's pretty much going on the fact that there is still remnants of the kaiju that are within the earth, <laughs> that are in the world, mainly within Charlie Day's character, and they have gone and tried to open up those portals again and get more kaiju in. And I thought that that was I thought it was fine. It was a cool premise, I guess. It just took so long at the beginning, and there was so much character development that I didn't care about. Oh, that gosh. The, the overall The overall structure of it just suffered so much. And also, so they – and then they really hearken back to Idris Elba because he, he was, like, in charge of the Jaeger Force in the first one. And he has this daughter, which is Mako, which is the Japanese um, girl that he calls his sister. And – Mako was the second in command of Gypsy Danger, that big, uh, the big Jaeger nerd. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> I can see, I can see how little you care Danger. right now. Danny's oh, eyes are just, God. oh yeah, okay, great. Um, oh, Gypsy Danger, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but so, and they talk about they never talk about this kid, um, but apparently he was. He existed. Well, he um, does have a mustache. Yeah, if looks, you hold up a couple of photos next to each other, I, I think you yeah, see the resemblance. You could see it. He has a but, mustache. And Idris Elba's character, in his defense, is awesome in the first one. He does that big, today we are canceling the apocalypse, gives this epic speech, and it's pretty sweet. It's not quite close to Independence Day speech or something like that, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and then he sacrifices himself at the end of the movie to, to close the, the portal or something like that. And it's awesome. So it's great. Um, but yeah, I think that I don't I don't know who decided to cast John Boyega in this role. It's like they were just trying to snatch like the biggest 
or the, the hot like, guy hottest right now. star yeah. right now. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I think that they needed somebody that was a little more like the other the other lead character. What's his face? Scott Eastwood, you know? Somebody like that. I don't know. Because I think he that... He was so bad, though. No, he was Scott bad. I'm, but guy. I'm saying, like, a guy he, like him. Like, like John yeah. Boyega was just... He has... Like, I think that John Boyega is a funny guy, and he does better in, like, supporting roles. I don't think that he's... I don't yeah. think he can... He can do this strong leader type role in an action movie. I just don't think that. I don't think that that's John Boyega. I don't think that that's the characters that he needs to be in because it just it didn't work. I didn't believe it. Um, and so I. I mean, it was it was not good with him. And I mean, the, the beginning was fine. I thought it was kind of stupid though that this guy that uh, was the son of some awesome Jaeger driver, ranger, whatever you call him. Is like running around looking for scraps of Jaegers and like the He's like partying and just like yeah, the, already at the beginning I was like, what? This is just weird and stupid. <laughs> and then he finds some girl that's like put together a scrap Jaeger that's just like a really crappy bumblebee and like bumblebee transformer and it's I just know. like you're like yeah i got the reference i just didn't laugh <laughs> well are um, we so, are we talking power rangers or what were we talking <laughs> well that's something we didn't even bring up that's pretty much all this is is that it's, it's just, just like we want to take the last like two minutes of every power rangers episode and turn it into a two-hour movie a huge movie and that's what yeah. pacific rim was it was just the last two minutes of every power rangers episode except as a huge movie you get the you know what's it called what's the the what, what do they morph into on oh, the megazord like the megazord yeah <laughs> yeah that's why you have me around oh, i guess boy, gypsy <laughs> gypsy danger and megazord <laughs> you're a mega dork dude <laughs> <laughs> Go hang out with Gumblegorf. Yeah, uh, Gumblegorf. You get your laser sword. Um, oh, gosh. I, I The other day, I had some student, students talking about Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, yeah, and that's when Gumblegorf came in. <laughs> they looked at me Gumblegorf. like... They looked at me like I did just something horrible, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, anyway, so I... Yeah, I don't know. This The, the beginning of this movie was kind of a mess for me. Um, I mean, not to say I wasn't kind of on board. Like I thought that the little girl, I was, had a lot. Yeah. I definitely had hope for the, first. I had hope and I thought the little girl was interesting. I thought that the whole premise of them, it was just like a means to an end to get them in this situation and make them kind of like the underdog and the outcast or something oh. like that. <laughs> you know what I mean I, though? I know. I keep just having flashbacks of this movie and I keep just going, Oh, <laughs> it's like, you could have just put him in the training oh. program and just had him be I don't know. I don't know. And it's like they and the Charlie Hunnam character was the exact same way in the first one. It's like he had he had lost his partner, who was his brother, um, which is a great part in that movie. His his partner was his brother, and then his brother gets ripped out of his Jaeger and gets killed. And so he like was literally in his brother's mind when he died. And so it was like oh. super traumatic. Yeah, man. Could you imagine if you were in that thing and we were like sharing our minds together and then I got killed and you had to live the rest of your life like that? I mean, that'd be rough. Same thing with you. I mean, I'd rather, you know, <laughs> so glad it wasn't me. But so, I mean, it sucks that he died, <laughs> but I'm so, so glad it's not me. Uh, no, but and so then he like he goes away from it for a long time and they try to bring him back and this, you know, kind of same type of thing. But um, anyway, I, I it was it was loose at best for me at the beginning and the her running away scene was a little cheesy. Um, I mean, it was fine, though. None of it. None of it was like I hated it. You know, it's just like 
right. Yeah, Whatever. and I think the the first the initial huge robot thing, the big Jaeger police Jaeger thing, that was kind of cool to see that I had never really seen one or whatever. So I was like, Did oh, they ever cool. explain who was who was that guy? Like who that guy no. was? No, no, no. Really. They never. It's yeah, and I always wanted to see that. Like you know, it's like when they get there. They're like, oh, yeah, it was that guy. And he's just like, hey, gave me a little trouble there. You know, I don't know. I think that would have been a good conversation to have. Don't you think? <laughs> Guys gave me a little trouble there. <laughs> oh, I'm having a little trouble here, Perkins. Hey. Uh, uh, no, but, yeah, so that was fine. That would have been a good bit, too. Why don't they make, like, a big, like, uh, slobby uh, Jaeger, you know, he's like overweight and kind of stumbling around. Yeah, yes and no, though. I feel like that's where Transformers went wrong. Like all of a sudden, Transformers started doing all that stuff with like the, you know, that is a good you know point. what I mean. That's a really good point. Transformers yeah. was great up until then, and then all of a sudden you're like, what? We have like this weird guy now. These two little short, plumpy <laughs> Transformers. Well, it's like, here's a question for you. Would you rather watch? I mean, I I wish I could ask you about the first one because I would rather watch the first one than the first Pacific Rim over any of the Transformer movies besides the first one. But would you rather watch this movie than any Transformers movie? No, probably not. No. I'd probably watch whatever Age of Extinction. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. I don't know. Probably, yeah. Mark. Well, I don't know. I so. I didn't even see the newest one, so I have no idea. I have no idea what it was like either. I'm assuming not great. <laughs> um, I mean, oh yeah, I'm, they're they have derailed. But they, it's their age of extinction. They're yeah. Stop. Hey-o. You know, hey. Um, and same with Pirates of the Caribbean. Just stop. Unless you're going to do like a new thing and have it be cool and, and good. I just don't understand. It's like we've had, we had this discussion last week. It's like we keep just redoing the same thing and you have to harken back to the same characters that were in the older ones that made them good. You know, it's like continuing mm-hmm. to bring Johnny Depp back every yeah. time. It's like. Okay, we get it. Is there yeah. any other people in this world? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, and I feel like I'm being hard on this movie, um, but that's because I kind of enjoy criticizing it. But at the end of the day, like, I did enjoy lots of it. Like, I, especially being a fan of the first one, there were a lot of elements that I did really enjoy. It's just that I think that, so many of the characters... It's just the characters I did not care about at all. No, Like, the no. storyline was good. Like, I really liked the storyline. It was just... I did not care at all about any of the characters. And that's... And so, you know, John Boyega and the girl get there, and then John Boyega becomes teammates with the other guy and the Gypsy yep. Danger. They, you know, are supposed to be in there He's together. So, he was just so not good. The he Scott Eastwood so character? Good. Yeah. His well, acting he was, was so bad. He was just too good, you know? There was, like, there was nothing wrong with that guy, which is fine, but it's, like, I didn't even get to know him as a character. It's just, like, here's your typical, just really good uh, army guy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, this is just your typical soldier but, like, that's a great guy. Just, like, didn't even, and it didn't even, like, feel real. None of it made sense, and none of it felt like, oh, there's going to be the, yeah, these are the, the, you know, the saviors of the world here. They have, like, the biggest technology that exists, and it's just, like, kind of just like a, oh, hey, we're going to go do this now, and blah, blah, blah. It was just, it was weird. It was so, and the cadets were just, oh, my gosh. It's like, as soon as they got there, I could have told you 
not really what was going to happen in the plot, but I've I could have I could have probably drawn out a pretty good <laughs> like I think I could have guessed it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. As to like what the cadets were going to do. They're going to something's going to happen. They'll go through a struggle. The two girls are going to become friends and then the cadets are going to end up fighting at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Totally. I completely yeah. agree. You know, yeah. I, and I didn't care about any of them. Did not. No, no. I, yeah. I did not care about any of them whatsoever. Um, one scene that I did like, though, is when the is when they are in gypsy danger and they're supposed to be kind of like the uh, bodyguards or, you know, they're just like the, the armed, the armed Jaeger that's defending yeah. whatever ceremony was happening. I was like kind of checking out at that point already. So I don't know exactly what was going on, but then another Jaeger comes out of the water and attacks them. And that was a pretty sweet scene. It was sweet. That yeah, was pretty that awesome. Was pretty I think sweet. that that was, that was probably the biggest moment in the movie where I was like, this is pretty sick. I See, that's that when I thought, lot. like, oh, okay, well, the action, okay, well, if we keep going from here, then I understand why, you know, people might like this movie or something. You know, I was like, okay, I can I can get on board with this. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. But then, you know, I was really hoping that it was going to be, like, some big actor or something like that in that thing. I was really hoping that there was going to be, like, a big bad guy. Yeah. I was really, and I got excited about that at that part, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's all just the kaiju juice. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a brain. You know, it's just like I think that I brain think that bug. had they had they actually had that be like a character, whether it was you know, had it actually been Charlie Day in that thing. Yeah. I think that that would have been sweet, you know? Yeah. But it worked out a instead there was just like a brain in there that was controlling it. I mean, which was fine. I think it was a good plot device, but still I think it would have been better had there actually been a face behind that Jaeger rather than just a Jaeger running aloof with a with a brain connected to it. Um so that was that was kind of a letdown, but that's Gosh, that scene they was, really just kill people too in these I mean that was mass murder in these cities. Oh, I know, dude. That's well that's the thing I mean, is that like in the first one it buildings. makes it pretty pretty apparent that this is like this is the apocalypse. Like, people are really getting destroyed by these things. Yeah. Like, these monsters are just absolutely causing Killing mayhem. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just millions of people dying. And so, and I mean, it's it does put a lot of stakes to it, you know? And so at the end of yeah. this movie, you're like, oh my gosh, they're just destroying Tokyo. There's just yeah. probably thousands and thousands of people that are just dying right now. So yeah. it, it does put stakes behind what's going on. Um, but then they're shoveling the cheese on top of that steak. So you know, the blue they, cheese. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I mean, it, that was fine, but then they get to whatever happens between then at some point they go to the ice and they find <laughs> that the, <laughs> Hey, that was kind of cool too. Actually that scene, yeah. that little, another great scene. Too. Those were both yeah. awesome. I really enjoyed both of those. And then, but then you find out that it was just a brain and it's kind of disappointing. But let's talk about Charlie Day. Uh, I loved, I liked him. I loved his character. I thought that he yeah. was very interesting. I was expecting to be severely disappointed, but he's done pretty great. And I kind of am like, maybe Charlie Day needs to be thrown into more movies because yeah, I think, that, I think so. I think he's, he can hold his own. He can. He's he was really great, and he was. Uh, he made it make sense. He made yeah. the whole thing with the bad guy thing kind of make sense, you know? And, like, he still... But you still kind of like him, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I love in a bad guy. You're like, you're kind of on his side because he's like, I'm sorry. I can't control these guys. You know? Yeah. I have no control here. Like, yeah. I'm, and he's just kind of funny about it. And he was witty. And uh, yeah, I think he was definitely the best part of this movie as far as like acting goes. Maybe we're, cutting him so much, maybe we're cutting him so much slack, though, because the rest of the movie wasn't very good. It was so bad. Yeah. It was just Another so... Another thing is that they, in that scene, they did kill Mako, which I thought was pretty lame, yeah. because she was kind of the, you know, she was like the sidekick in the last one that was being brought up, and then this is 10 years later, and you see her being successful, and then she just gets killed. It's kind of one of those things where it's disappointing in a sequel where they kill off a character that you did like in the first one just to just as a plot device you know what i mean it's like well it's like he already lost his dad isn't that motive enough i know he right his sister it's like too, you had to kill you know? mako she was cool kill somebody her. else's family member you yeah. know and have it's, them it's kind of like uh you, you know in um star trek into darkness how they how they kill off admiral pike oh um, yeah yeah when the, i remember that happened and i was like come on you gotta kill yeah. him like he didn't he would retired yeah. you know like it was and then, well, or at least he was promoted to admiral, and then he was—I don't know—I, I, it's one of those things where there's there's unnecessary killing of a character, and it's just it, for the sake of the movie, it's like yeah, it made sense, but in the longevity of me respecting like the storyline overall, it kind of just—it's a bummer every time I watch the first one. Now I'll be like, yeah, and then she gets killed ten years later in this stupid thing. You know what I mean? Yep. No. Yeah. I. Uh, I it have makes a it lot makes the, the first that. movie worse in retrospect now. So it's like Star Wars. Yeah, that's yeah, how no. I feel about Force totally. Awakens and Last Jedi. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a, uh, it's that's I don't know. I I don't know what to say. I think, um, I I really can't emphasize how much I really don't like that Doctor Herman Gottlieb guy, that Burn Gorman, that actor. Yeah, yeah. I really can't take him. Yeah, no. I was I, so I was mad. I was really mad every time he was on screen. I I kept like wincing because I was just like, oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to look at this guy anymore. You know, I don't yeah. want to be. Yeah. I didn't I, want to be there. I didn't, I didn't want like to be there anymore. I didn't I like him in leave. the first one, and I didn't like him in this. And I, I don't know if I've seen him in something that I did like him in. He uh, was in Dark Knight Rises, and I don't. Think I mean, I sure, liked him I'm that, sure that really. he, I'm sure he's a good actor, and may, maybe there's some bad writing and stuff, but whatever. His character was completely unlikable, and it's just like whatever. I don't want to see this guy anymore. So. I, I was having anxiety attacks in the theater because I was just like, I have to stay, but I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> did you? What did you think about that? Uh, now, as a person that hasn't seen the original, this is this is the moment where I was because I kept thinking because you and I went at the exact same time, like we, uh-huh. we started the movie at the same time, and so I couldn't I couldn't stop thinking about what you were thinking about during some of these scenes. But when Charlie Day goes back to because he tells that the Herman Doctor Herman whatever his name is, uh, you should come come by the house and meet, meet Alice, meet Alice or whatever. And when Charlie Day went home and he was talking, and I was like, there is something weird going on here. I don't think that there's actually a human being in this house. And then he's talking to a brain and, like, a big back-to-tank. I was like, whoa. And so what did you think of that scene? What was your, like, initial reaction? Because that was weird. I was extremely weirded out. I don't know. It was really gross, and I was just like, okay, so he's the bad guy. That is so weird, though. But in a way, I kind of, I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> I was just get, I was just going along with it. I guess. Yeah. 
I, I think that I, didn't... I think that him as a bad like him being the bad guy and having that brain like manipulating him and stuff was really good. I thought it was weird to have like a romantic aspect of it though. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like he's so strange. He's talking to it like it's his wife. I was like, what? have a little fun in the bedroom. And you're like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, that's and that's you know that's the humor in this movie. The humor is completely just it was over my head. Like I was just I was just like I, either I'm not getting it or it's just not funny because I'm not I'm not laughing that's, at it. And yeah, yeah, it was just it was bizarre and weird. Yeah, John humor. Boyega had a lot of little quirks and little things he said in between little try you know trying to be one-liners that were just not landing at all especially in that little ice cream scene the little ice cream scene where you know him and scott eastwood are talking and stuff he kept saying little things in between (laughs) or like when he said he has a handsome face or something like that or i i don't know no yeah yeah, nothing was really landing john boyega's character just sucked and it was there's not that much it did it did so. Yeah, he kind of just sucked. And I, I don't necessarily think it was the acting. I mean... I don't think it's John Boyega's fault. I don't think... I just think that it was bad writing for him. Because he was great bad in writing, Force Awakens. Bad movie and he's decision. really good in, ba- yeah. in Attack the Block. And John Boyega's a great actor. Like, I really think that he... And maybe not a great actor, but I think he's a good actor. And he can he can really succeed in a lot of stuff. I just don't think that this was at all a character that was driven toward what he can what he can do and what yeah. what he should do because this is just this is just not the type of character that he should play so <laughs> it just doesn't work but um yeah so but then after that point there's this whole Shao uh corporation plot going on what do you think about the uh what do you think about the Shao Shao girl uh she was good i mean it's hard not pretty cute but <laughs> well <laughs> uh dude i was laughing i was like audibly laughing at the end when she was piloting that thing oh yeah no that i was, was laughing that was so bit... hard yeah yeah it was to the point where i was like oh my gosh <laughs> what am i watching yeah oh so good yeah she was she was fine she was, you know, yeah, she, she was okay. She's been in other stuff, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's speaking Japanese like most of the time, so I really, it's not like you can, if people are speaking a different language, it's kind of like Jason Momoa in Game of Thrones when he's thinking, when he's speaking Dothraki, you don't notice <laughs> much because you're like, he's speaking a different language. It's whatever. It's kind of like Jason Momoa and Aquaman. <laughs> no, seriously. With any start, either way. Yeah, it's like if somebody's speaking a, a language that I don't understand, then I don't notice their acting ability that much because I can't. Yeah. I can't hear the inflection or the articulation that they're putting on their words. So it's whatever. Um, but yeah, she was fine. Um, what did you? I I like the whole. I like the bit though. I think that that's the the part of the plot that I did really enjoy is that the uh, that that Charlie Day character has laced all those uh, independently driven Jaeger bots. drones drones. The thank drones, you. Yeah, yeah. That they're all laced with kaiju stuff, and so now they're kaiju juice. Into, they're kaiju juice. Yeah, kaiju um, jelly. KJ. Um, but, <laughs> uh, uh, it, that was cool. I thought that was actually, it was good. The only problem I had with it, I think it was good at first because they like, they all kind of started going crazy and doing all this stuff. But when they, uh, grew spikes and stuff, that was when it got very Ninja Turtle-y 
like the bad Ninja Turtle, you know, Bebop Michael Bay and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it got very weird. Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, a little okay. strange. Here's something. I think I'm just anti-drone. Uh, you know, it's, it's yeah, a plot. They scare me. It, yeah, it's scary. No, it's a plot device that is used so often, though. And it's like I've seen it again and again and again. Like, oh, and then we turn them into drones, and then the drones turn on us. Oh. It's like uh. we get it. It ha- You know, and I think it's fine. It's just whenever it's used, I just don't. It's like I check out. Like I checked out when this happened. You know, they did it in Iron Man two. They did yeah. it in like yeah, they did. It. You know, I Robot does that. There's just so many things where there's freaking. Okay, and then you can control them all, and then they turn on you. And it's like, just, it's fine. I understand it. It was a good plot. It's a good plot device, but at the same time, I'm just tired of seeing it. You know? I just. Yeah, I'm tired of the drones too. I, I would really rather am. admit, I would rather it had just been Charlie Day and a big Jaeger again coming to attack him, and then he opens the portals himself, or he he's sending the drones along with the Jaeger or something. I think that I I think that that could have been better or something, but um, but I mean it was it was like oh okay, and then these things wreak havoc, and then they open up some more portals, and then they conveniently destroy all those drones right after they've done all the bad work. And then three kaiju are unleashed on Tokyo, and that's and that's when I thought the the movie did get good for a while, and you have <laughs> you're shaking your head. Danny's shaking his head as if to say, "No, it didn't get any better." It didn't uh, get better. It got <laughs> continually worse. And conquered by my craving of ice cream, <laughs> I was just like, "Okay." When do I get the menchies? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, are we already to the ending battle? <laughs> <laughs> I know we usually run these podcasts for like over two hours, and we're getting close to being done within like an hour of this movie. I mean, well, what else do you talk about? I mean, there was like the little love interest thing and whatever. It's just like none of it. Oh yeah, what did you? Hit. Okay, here's the deal. Okay, so after that battle, it's like most of the forces have been wiped out, and they only have like a couple surviving Jaegers that they can get on board. And that dude has that whatever mixing the blood of the Jaegers with some power oh, source yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. But um, so with they, the natural you know, elements. You get the you get the ragtag crew together, all the all the training the trainees, and they're oh, gonna be gosh. they're gonna be the new force. And then they're going out to give the speech. And Scott Eastwood, the second, you know, the guy that's with John Boyega, his girlfriend comes up, kisses him on the cheek and says, good luck. And then she kisses John Boyega on the cheek and says, good luck. And he goes, well, that was confusing. What was that scene? I don't know. I don't know what that was. That was was, Is that his girlfriend? I think that's just like a... I don't think it's like actually his girlfriend. I think is it? it was pretty clearly defined that they were together. No, I think he just liked her. And he was like, really? don't get any ideas, kind of. Marking the territory. Oh. Okay. Peeing on the fire hydrant. <laughs> Maybe I read into it more than I should have then. I don't think they were boyfriend, girlfriend. And I think that's what made it so confusing there at the end. It's like, oh, maybe she does kind of like him yeah. a little bit. And then you never saw her again. Well, maybe you did. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. 
<laughs> well, you can see her getting really, you can see her getting really concerned when like he almost dies at the end and stuff. And so oh, yeah. there was there was yeah. that whole element of it. But uh I don't know, man. Gosh. And here it's comes just, Scrapper. It's just unfortunate how much I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like the whole brain. You know, one thing that I did find just crazy is just showing that little girl's whole family die. I was like, geez, okay. Yeah. Just shows like her trying to, you know, the dad, like, Gary! whatever. Gary! <laughs> Gary! <laughs> um, There's blueberries. Um, but yeah, Team America that was. Reference for anybody that yeah, that was Team America. Um, that was crazy, kind of, and the merging of brains. See, since I didn't see the first one, I didn't know anything about this whole merging of brain stuff. So when they did that, when they first got into the uh, the Jagabomb, um and they merged they merged their minds, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like it made it made me understand how those things because I've seen the trailers of these movies. I've kind of yeah, whatever, and uh, I just didn't really understand like why you have two people doing something that is like a full body movement. You know what I mean? It was it was weird. So that kind of made sense a little bit to me. There was a lot of stuff that. You know, throughout the movie, like the you're exactly right. They explain the entire plot pretty much of the first movie in this movie. So that's why, like, if you hadn't seen the first one, it didn't really matter because <laughs> you know, it was just like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, now I basically know what happened. So I was confused for a little bit, but then it kind of, you know, by the end of it, I was like, okay, I feel like I know. I didn't see the first one, and from what I hear from you now, it was actually a pretty great movie. But uh, at least I know what happened by the end of it. And I kind of wish I would have just been going to see that because it sounds cooler. We should have just talked about that movie instead. Should have just skipped this movie entirely. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that I was mad near the end of it because I'm going, I think this is the worst two hours I've had so far in 2018. And I've like worked, I've had a lot of, you know, <laughs> stuff <laughs> Going on, I've moved apartments, but I, I honestly think that was one of the worst hour and 50 minutes that I've ever had to sit through. It was so, <laughs> I was so mad by the end of it. The, the credits rolled and, and I stood up so quick. I stood up so quick and just marched straight out. Nobody had even it. stood yet. I watched the post credit. I watched that, you know, how it's like it ends and then there's yeah. like a little bit extra. I was watching that with my <laughs> hand on the door. I, was, I could see like, like half I could see. It. I can see 25% of the screen with my hand on the door going, just to make sure I don't oh, miss anything. forget here. it. I don't even care. <laughs> but it's funny. I was going to say that, though, because the post, not to jump way ahead, but the post credit scene, um, he said something to that guy, and he's like, the next time we're coming to them. And I go, now how can I go through a whole movie hating this thing? Worst movie I've ever seen. Just for one line at the end to make me go, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I might have to see the next one. (laughs) You know, it's so stupid. It's like, you know, Tomb Raider was pretty good at least, you know. So like the two guns at the end, you're like, okay, cool. That was sweet and I'm on. But this one, that line was convincing enough for me to be like, well, (laughs) would be kind of cool to see big robots go through the portal. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I know, man. It's so true because I thought the exact same thing. But this movie ends on a pretty high note. Like it does. It does. Yeah. It finishes off in style, and so there, there, it does have that going for it. So let's just like let's just cover that last little battle, and then we yeah. can kind of talk about some stuff. But I mean, like it, it goes through that last battle, and you have the like five Jaegers squaring off against the three. What are their names? Kaiju. Ten seconds. Go. I have no clue. Gypsy Danger is the only one that I I know. So, unfortunately. Phantom Thread or something like that. Yeah, Phantom Thread, Gypsy Danger. Phantom Menace. Gypsy Danger, Red Fire Hydrant, and uh, Circus Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> kind of Samurai Orange thing. <laughs> but, and then they had the one that was, like, running on three people. That was kind of interesting. Um, that was interesting. With the big, like, chain ball thing. That thing yeah, was that was cool, pretty cool. Actually. Pretty cool. The gavel. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and like, and that's another thing that the first one Not does a, a gavel. lot. gavel. <laughs> What's No, like a, like a mace. Mace. Yeah. Um, but it, it definitely, the first one, it, it shows them training and it's like, they're all really, uh, the way that he gets that Mako girl, uh, to get the job is that he fights like Charlie Hunnam's character. He like literally fights with like a wooden sword like 20 guys or 25 guys and then and he just dominates them all in like a couple moves it's sweet and then she comes up and he still beats her but like she gets him a couple times too and so it was like a really cool scene because it shows that they're really really talented you know with kung fu martial arts karate yeah i don't know what you know but they're they're really talented in that region and also something that i did not like about this one is because it seems like they're all very intelligent in the first one those guys that were the jaeger trainees they all seemed pretty gruntish you know what i mean yeah if you're gonna be the people that are training to be in charge of these giant jaegers which are pretty much the most advanced technological feat in human history i would assume then they should probably be pretty smart people. Like, shouldn't they be almost like borderline astronauts? Yeah. See, I'm confused because all they're doing is like working out and doing stuff or whatever. And then they get in there and they're pressing all these buttons and doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, well, where'd you learn that? Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. All the beep beeps, all the beep, 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 like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting that from? Yeah, I, I I needed to see a little bit more of like intellectual prowess as well as physical. Well, prowess. it seemed like this whole movie, like the budget was spent 150 million spent on. That was the budget of this movie. 150 million, yeah. I guess that I wouldn't. I'm not surprised by that, but it's pretty big. That is pretty um, big. But uh, I feel like a ma- majority of it was spent on the you know the just the animation and the. All that stuff because it felt like all the real scenes were like just done in a studio somewhere. Yeah. They kept just going back to like the studio and then they're yeah. just in that little bunker area. Like the only time you see the cadets talking, they're just like in the little bunks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, we just had that one set and then we designed everything else on the computer. <laughs> you know, the thing is though, is that this movie cost $150 million to make and it's going to make it back big time. Because it's not going to do that well domestically, but overseas, this is huge. People, I mean, Japanese and Chinese people are going to be going to this so much because it's like, it's just, and it's happening in the Pacific. They're attacking Tokyo and like the big robots, like it's just 
uh, that's really appealing to most Asian audiences. Like I, f- I think, and that's generally like Transformers does really well, uh, as well. And uh, overseas, those movies do really well. And it's how it's, how well did the uh, the new Godzilla do overseas? Mm, I have no, I I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell you. I think they didn't well, watch though. it. They were terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but again, no. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be interesting to see, though. Good bit. That is a good bit. That was a good. Bit. Um, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. That was a whole other tangent because it did. Yeah, it no, did we're make talking about the last think, though, because it does cost like 150 million is a lot of money to spend on a movie like this. But they are confident in knowing that people will go to this. Maybe not in the United States, but other countries are gonna flock to this in droves. Opening weekend, people will go in the United States, and then word will spread. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, but it's. It, I mean, it surpassed Black Panther. Given Black Panther has been in theaters for like a short and a half, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love those headlines that it's like Pacific Rim Uprising passes Black Panther. It's like a big deal, you know? It's like, well, you know, it Black Panther just destroyed like all records ever and it's been in the theaters for like two months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but so they have the last battle and pretty fun. Pretty good. You got Charlie Day doing the monologue up there. The little weird things through. that like morph all three of the kaijus together and they like turn into one big kaiju. Well, because all of the, you know, the Jaegers are being, are super successful and they actually do defeat all the Kaiju. Like, I thought that was pretty sweet. Like, pretty well. Yeah. yeah. At first, you're, they're like kind of kicking butt. So that was cool. Yeah. That was, that was good to see. And then it gets. You got some cadets dying too, which was. Did any of them die before it morphed into the big one? I don't think so. I don't think anyone. No. How many cadets did die though? I only saw just the one Kai. The one. I think just the one. That's, I needed more. Yeah. Wipe out a full one. Wipe yeah. out a full a full yeah. That Russian dude should have died too, and then I might have been like okay with it, because I mean, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, it's not like I'm saying I need people to die, you know, but for for the stakes to be created to make me feel emotionally affected by this scene, like you have to have some characters get off because this is like a serious. They're fighting freaking alien monsters. People are if, gonna die. If they would have had, if they would have had the kaiju just like step on the mask, like step on the head. You yeah, know, and then it would have shown. Like, oh, it would have shown like the younger girl character be like, "Oh, that's two yeah. of my friends that just got killed," and then you would be like, "Oh man, that sucks." They, it they, made things real, but like after that kid died, it was just like it went to the other Jaegers and the other cadets, and they're like, "All right, we're ready," you know, just like not even care. There was like no emotion to that scene really, mm-hmm. besides the Russian dude throwing his helmet or something. Well, that was another thing that happened in the first one that was so epic is that like a lot of the characters sacrificed themselves at the end. And there's there's one character that hates the main character. He's this Australian dude, and him and his dad are in a Jaeger together, and they freaking just have to kill themselves to kill this thing. And they have like a father son moment, like happy to serve with you, dad. And then they just kill themselves, and you're like, gosh, Jeez. and it just blows your mind because you're like, that was crazy. And then the same thing happens with, uh, or no, the dad, the dad's, oh, that's what happens. It's that Australian guy is in there with Idris Elba. And the dad is watching because he got injured and he was watching his son go through all this. And he watches his son sacrifice himself along with Idris Elba. That's what happened. But, oh, man, we got You should watch Pacific Rim. That movie's great. The first movie is so good now that I keep thinking good, about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. I'm cool, though. Anyway. <laughs> watch, like, the last 25 minutes. <laughs>
<laughs> probably it, it's enjoyable. Um, <laughs> you got it. My sure. fingers are crossed. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. Anyway, I'll well, get right on that. <laughs> I'll watch that tonight. Oh, I'll yeah, right can't on. wait. Um, my, my couple days off here. <laughs> so I'm gonna spend them. <laughs> the limited time I have to watch stuff on the weekend, I'm going to spend it watching more of this. Um, so, yeah. I just noticed your ears are tucked into your hat. Kind of. <laughs> what? God. <laughs> you know I'm self-conscious about my ears. It's because you make fun of them all the time. Watch I wear them like this. I'm surprised you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. Um, no, I, I love them. <laughs> uh, uh, but... Anyway, yeah, it turns into a big kaiju, kills one guy, and then... Big most, kaiju gets him. Big kaiju gets most of them, and then Gypsy Danger uh, still gets taken out. Gets destroyed, too. Scott Eastwood Almost. gets injured. It gets, it gets taken taken down, and then Scott Eastwood gets hurt, not killed. Um, Could have used one of them dying. Should have, should have died. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But, um, and then the little girl jumps in and goes to save the day with... Uh, with them. And, you. and then the girl jumps in whatever the small bumblebee. Uh, scrapper. Scrapper, thank you. You're on top of yep. it. Uh, and they boost oh, them. <laughs> they fly up almost outside of the atmosphere, and then they're doing a big... And then they didn't get burned alive on the way back in, even though the helmet is completely open. Good point. Good point, yeah. Those things, the structural integrity thing I... is not, not there for, for you guys. I don't think you would have made it. No, I mean, well, the helmet's completely open, so like, even if that glass holds, if it was, if it's supposed to, the temperature's gonna, yeah, no, and the temperature's gonna boil them alive no matter what, if you don't have that thing closed off. Yeah, totally, I agree. Yeah, Um, but I did see the thing is is that I did like that scene when they're shooting down, and I I like that whole, I liked that bit of them shooting down and like just throwing gypsy danger against that thing to kill it. I thought that was cool. And I did like that moment where they were both in the same, uh, pot or whatever. And he's like, I'm sorry, you know, we're about to die. And she's yeah. like, for what we get to save the world. And they pretty much like both accept their death and then they get saved. And it's like, okay, it's fine. I mean, I, I thought that that was, a, I liked, I liked having that small moment like that where they, you know, the self-sacrifice and them accepting yeah. their fate. Um, and then the kaiju gets destroyed, and it's a pretty happy ending. So, yeah, pretty good from there. I mean, everybody good spirits. I mean, fight. it was like it was a sweet, it was a sweet ending. I liked that seeing that thing hit it, and you know all that stuff, and that was fine. It was so close too. It was so close to the to the magma, liquid hot magma. Um, <laughs> it was close. Yeah, but uh, also then they had that weird snowball fight on the side of the mountain, though, and that was like. So painful. Oh, man. That was agonizing. I hated that. And then it just ends. And then it just ends. Nothing. <laughs> Save the day. Snowball fight ends. Why not have a quick line? Just say something and then lay down and go, oh, don't have a weird snowball fight. That was like so stupid. Ugh. hated it. Um, 
I hated it. <laughs> I did, dude. I hated I, that. Dude, yeah, I was mad. I was, yeah. That was dumb. Um, but then you're exactly right, man. It has that quick little thing at the end that's like, we're going taking the fight to them. It's like, really? And you're like, oh, well, <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'd like to see that. <laughs> I can get on board with that. I can get on. I can get it. I can do another two hours. If they would have had Charlie Hunnam in the post credit scene, I would have lost my mind. Baby, I'm melted butter on pancakes. <laughs> right. Have you seen Sons of Anarchy? Uh, I've seen a large portion of it. I lost interest after a while. As soon as they started doing the stuff in like Ireland, yeah, that was that was about the when like Jax's baby gets stolen and all that stuff. It was like okay, uh, okay. Guys, I think you forgot why I found this show interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was good for a bit, mm-hmm. but I forgot about that no. lead actress though. She's in uh, she's in Mad Men. Funny. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Anyway, yeah, um, this movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say, really. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I, I have nothing. So, um, Stephen S. Tonight, not a great director. Uh, he's done a lot of TV. Probably should stay there. I would say. Probably should stay there. Uh, music, Lorne Balf. Ooh, the music was a little bit distracting because it was so, so cheesy. Dinky. He did, well, he did Megamind, so that says something. He did... Megamind. He uh, Talk about I a movie like he, that I will never, ever watch again. I never watched it. I remember seeing it, but... I, like, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember what it was about. I glanced at it. I read the brochure. <laughs> I got it. I read a review Oh, online. he did... He did Ghost in the Shell, I guess, so. Okay. Um, what else did he do? <laughs> what, are we, what, are we, <laughs> what are we looking through? The the guy that did the scores previous movies? Just, uh, just to talk about something. He did the Rango. Something. He did Rango. Oh, not the, not the movie. He did the video game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we did oh, Rango. Okay. Oh, not the music video game. <laughs> <laughs> that that's is good. so good. You can't, can't write that. It's funny. Um, all right. Well, that's, I mean, that's about all the time I want to spend on this movie. So there you go. That's, cool. it was fine. Whatever. It, I probably cool. will never see it again, but um, I Me think, either. I think it had moments that I really enjoyed, but overall it was kind of a mess. So worst two hours of 2018. Man, the they needed some, they just needed a star or they needed some better writing for at least one character for me to care about. It's just good story. Couldn't, didn't care about any of the characters. I guess the biggest thing. Yeah, no, it, it was garbage. The whole movie was absolute. Just, yeah, it's terrible. I'm not, yeah, I'm not as that as, as opinionated about it, but yeah. Yeah, worst. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, this, the the standard question, this is pretty easy to answer. It's not, this is not even close to as good as School of Rock. Not nearly. You put Jack Black in a Jaeger. I think that that could be great. 
Yeah, you're yeah. having a lot of fun running around. I can see him doing like the kind of like the the running, yeah, like, the while Jack in Black the thing. run, the Jack Black, yeah, run. having the Jaeger do that. Oh man, that could be good. Him and KG, put him and KG. Oh in my a gosh, together. Tenacious D oh. and a Jaeger, that'd be great. And just tribute playing while they just are smashing up some. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Yeah, that would be good. Man, tribute is such a good song. I watched some it is. live it thing really is. the other day. Jack Black, oh man, it's it's funny because his he's voice just, is unreal. He's such a talented actor, but he is also just such a ridiculously talented musician. Like he yeah. is so good. He is such a solid yep. and clean, pure voice. And then he is just shredding on guitar. Shredding <laughs> guitar. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would replace every character with Jack Black if flip I could. it. Flip it down, flip it upside down, and then shoot it, kaboot it, shoot it. I don't even know. And then boom, 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 Absolute classic. I'll be talking about it. it for centuries. If the kaiju wiped out uh, everything, School of Rock would remain. One, yeah, traveler, you know, lone survivor on the planet Earth, and they find buried in the dust a lone DVD copy of a lone DVD copy of Never Back Down. And they're kind of disappointed, and they open it up, and it's School of Rock. Nice. And that's when it's like, whew. Never back down. Digimon, Digimon Hinsu. Digimon, Digimon Hinsu. <laughs> Digimon Gosh. Hinsu and Never Back Down. I actually did like Never Back Down a lot. I did too, actually. Yeah. I didn't mind it. It's because that actor, that, that bad guy, the blonde guy. I know. He's great. He he needed He is great. He is. He should have had more of a career than he than he did. I don't know where I don't know where he went. Did Twilight ruin him? I don't think that Twilight ruined him. I, he was in something else. I can't remember what it was. I feel like Twilight kind of ruined a lot of people's careers. Yeah, that's true. Everybody was so sick of everybody from Twilight after that. I don't know. I loved Twilight, though, when we first all went and saw it. Yeah, I remember that. You were like wearing vampire costumes for a long time after that. I w- well, not vampire. I was just dressing <laughs> yeah, like, like really. Like, I was dressing just like really nice. You remember, I was just dressing like really nice, like Edward did. <laughs> Coming out of your room and like freaking cloaks and <gasps> hello, David. Commit. That's not how they were. Vampire thing. Put that sparkle stuff on your face. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. He just dressed kind of like Edward for a while. It's a shimmer. Yeah. Oh, not Sparkle Shimmer. Um, it's called the Shimmer, but Anyway, I, I don't know. Whatever. This movie sucked. And hey, uh, this movie sucked, but uh, life doesn't suck, you know? Um, and podcasts don't suck either. And I think ours is doing pretty good. We're having a good time doing this. Um, this was a tough one to get through today. This was a tough one. I think the podcast was a lot easier to get through than the movie. That's for darn sure. Um, Did you almost get up and walk out at any point? I knew I couldn't. That's the thing. No. The whole time, a, a voice in my head was screaming 
for me to stand up and leave. But uh, yeah, it, had I had I not had to like finish this, I seriously might have walked out. I might have walked out. It was like the Mummy Three. That's the only movie I've ever walked out of. It's the Mummy Three. You're just like, well. as soon as those Yetis came on, I was like, okay, no, <laughs> I'm good. I will not see Brendan Fraser shamed like this. Um, anyway, uh, just a little social media stuff. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Professor Podcast, uh, Facebook.com slash Professor Podcast as well. Um, or just type in Professor Jones. Please feel free to give us a share. Um, also, website's up and running and updated. So uh, check that out, www.professorjones.com. And uh, and see if you dig it. <laughs> um, Good one, bro. So, but yeah, thank you so much to everybody, and uh, you know, please just keep sharing us. Uh, we're just trying to get more subscribers, so um, check us out on iTunes and share the word, spread the word. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll be back with you next week. Until then, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. Gosh, that movie was just awful.